Well, ladies and gentlemen, can you believe it? Can you believe it, y'all? That after two long months, we are back impacting life 24-7 with your host, C.L. King, coming to you live, sitting atop the illustrious Ruth E. Plowden Legacy Chair right here in Impactville. I am so glad to be back with you. Happy New Year. We are going to rock 2022. Now, all of y'all want to bring 2021 into this year, you should go back and listen to my message entitled, Don't Linger in 2021. <laughs> we are not staying around in 2021. We are moving forward in 2022. So now I am blessed because we're starting this year off right. We're setting the tone. We're setting the tone, ladies and gentlemen. And that tone is going to be, yes, we're going forward. We can make it. We can do it. And so I was blessed some time ago before we got together today to meet a gentleman named Eddie L. Johnson. He is a breakthrough expert, a speaker, an author, and a servant leader who brings joy and life to every situation. An encourager with an upbeat attitude towards others, Eddie has a unique ability to find the best in anyone. This is why I wanted to hang out with him, because he found the best in me. Eddie is the founder and CEO of E4 Inspiring Motivations, a personal and professional development company that specializes in helping businesses, professionals discover their purpose, which leads to meaningful and continued success. E4 Inspiring Motivations also trains business professionals to successfully break through adversity so they can adjust and remain productive in their personal and professional lives. Listen, I was talking to our guest backstage and we said, you know what? Adversity will come. And so you got to get ready. I want you guys to put your hands together and welcome to our virtual studios, my friend, Eddie L. Johnson. Welcome, Eddie. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and happy new year. Yes, happy new year, my brother, and uh, we're so glad that we finally got to lock this in. We locked it in some time ago, then I didn't realize that my son was going to be needing transportation back to his first or second military duty, and so I said, Eddie, can you give me just one day? Let's slide it to the right. He was very gracious, so welcome to Impacting Life uh, 24-7, Eddie. We were working backstage. I am so rusty. I didn't forgot all the knobs to turn, all the buttons to push. Half the stuff ain't working no more. But that's okay, bro. I said, listen, we going to go because when you go live, you don't get to do it over. So we going to go with all we got, right? It's all in, baby. <laughs> we all in, baby. I love it. So, Eddie, before we get started, man, you know the drill. Uh, I would like to for you to – this is what we do, and you're going to hear this throughout the whole entire show, ladies and gentlemen, uh, about my guests. I, I can tell you this one thing. If we don't do nothing else right on this show, we promote other people. You hear about folks' book 7,500 times during the show, and, and, I, and that's, that's on purpose. We do it intentionally on purpose. You know why? Because we want to be a blessing to our guests. I don't just want our guests to come on here and waste their time. I want them to be blessed. I want you to connect with them. So, Eddie, how can people get up with you, man? How can they contact you? Yeah, so the best way, CL, is uh, the best way to reach me is uh, my website which is simply EddieLJohnson.com. That's EddieLJohnson.com. EddieLJohnson.com. Yep. Go ahead. Yep. And as far as like social media, I am real easy. LinkedIn, EddieLJohnson, E4. 
Eddie L. Johnson E4 is all my handles, and that's the best way to reach me. That's funny because my son, he came out of boot camp as an E4, so I'll never forget that now. He's a he's a all specialist. Right. <laughs> so specialist Eddie L. Johnson E4. I love it, man. I love it. And uh, so, Eddie, you know, the, it, it's really – uh, a blessing for us at Impacting Life 24-7 to start out the new year. Y'all folks out there in Impactville know that I was not going to show up on the first show of the year dressed uh, uh, to not impress. So it may it may decline as the year goes on. <laughs> By the time I get to show 144, I might be in a sweat, in sweats and a ball cap. But we starting out this year high, baby. Uh, so, Eddie, I know you. You are, you're a great man of God, a great man of faith. But my, my folks don't know you. So give us a little uh, a bit about you. Tell us where you're from, uh, your, a little bit of your life story. Yeah, so real simple, man. Again, thank you for having me on. But um, I'm from, uh, from Florida, Jacksonville, Florida. And um, born and raised, a graduate of Florida State University. All right. Um, proud Seminole and everything. Um, but basically, a little bit about me and my story, man. I'm just one of those brothers that have just gone through, like everybody else, a lot of stuff in life. Right. And as I've gone through those various things in life, what I've come to realize is that those things were happening for a reason. And the reason was so I can be in a space like this tonight with you, being able to help somebody else who's maybe starting a journey that they're dealing with. Right. So what I've come to realize is, hey, man, my purpose is all about being able to encourage, inspire and motivate others to break through adversity so that they can make um, that next step in their life and be successful with it. Yes. You know, some of our staff members, Eddie, I I, I want to get back to what you said, but some of our staff members, uh, they are they are avid uh, sports fans. And uh, let me let me let me mute this here real quick. They are avid sports fans. So my co-host, Mike B, he says, uh, go FLA. And of course, Greg, the VP who makes everything happen around here. He said, go Duke. What you got to say about that, Eddie? (laughs) Go Duke. You know what? I can't take anything on Duke, man. You know what? They have a great basketball program, have had a great basketball program for many years. And you know what? They're all part of the ACC. So we roll with it. Yeah, and listen, Greg, thank you so much. It's good to have the team back. It's good to have the family back. It's good to have all of our viewers. If you're watching live at Impacting Life 24-7, I'm bringing to you tonight. You better strap in because I got a high motivator with us tonight. Uh, My friend, Eddie L. Johnson, he's the author of Passing the Test of Faith. And you can connect with Eddie. You guys see it already in the chat live. But for our podcast listeners, uh, you can go to EddieLJohnson.com. And uh, he is really revolutionizing something that is so simple. But he he has put it together in a way that's like I was telling him, Greg, we're going to steal a few things out of his book, brother. Okay, because, you know, we're working on our book, Who Ate My Brownie, coming out in July. And I said, man, I love the way his book is laid out. It just is so easy to read. And then he gives you like little steps along the way of actions. And I'm like, man, I, I can I can digest this thing. When you hand me something that's like, you know, this thick, Eddie, and I'm like, I'm you want me to read that and prepare for the show? I'm like, I'm lost, brother. Just give me the cliff note version. Cause my attention span ain't that long. Um, so when you know, when we t- what was the inspiration, 
and we're going to go through various elements of the of the book. In fact, we're going to go through all the chapters and just kind of pick your brain about them. But what was the inspiration, Eddie, for you to to write Passing the Test of Faith? Yeah, so the inspiration behind all this was um, actually back in 2003, I faced the biggest challenge of my life. Okay. When my three-year-old son, Kendall, was diagnosed with an inoperable brain tumor. Now, I got to tell you, on that night that we went into the emergency room, as soon as the doctor said the word tumor, I knew right then and there, there was nothing that I could do as a father. Right. There was nothing that anybody could do to help my situation. And I had to do something quick and fast. And that quick and fast thing for me was I had to turn to my faith. Yes. I had to turn to what I knew was going to work. So that was the foundation of me and, and the inspiration for me writing the book. But what was interesting is what really got me to the point was as I'm going through this whole process of trusting God in this situation, there were other people watching me. Ah. And I didn't realize I was under a microscope. Right. So as time went on, people started asking me that question. Hey, Eddie, where'd you get faith that way? You know, I don't think I could have that kind of faith in a situation like this. Right. And after hearing it over and over and over again, I start wondering myself, yeah, where did I get faith to trust God with something so big? Right. And literally say, you know what? I just, I got to lay it all on the line. I can't do anything. Yeah. But I got to trust in my higher power, right? So as I started Thinking about that, I went in search of my own faith. And I started going back over my past mount, what I call mountains, my past challenges in my life. Right. And I ended up when I was in the ninth grade where I had my very first faith experience. And it was several years later, not long after um, my son's diagnosis, God told me to tell my story. Uh. And I tried to run. Boy, did I try to run for yeah. about eight years, man. I tried to avoid this assignment. But, you know, if you ran, anybody who's ran track back when we was running, they would always say, man, that bear hit, get on your back. Well, that bear got on my back. Wow. And I knew I was going to have to finish the race and I was going to have to finish and it was going to be tough, but I was going to have to do it. That's very, very powerful. And again, those of you listening and tuning in, uh, presently and those who will listen later in the future to on our 28 different platforms around the country. We're in, I think, 41 or 42 different states, as well as 28 countries and 27 platforms. You you are listening to a, a real life hero, in my opinion, Mr. Eddie L. Johnson. Uh, the book he has is called that he that he wrote is called Passing the Test of Faith, the Rewards for Trusting God and three fundamental steps for walking through trials, adversity, and hardships. Um, and so Greg just just popped up and he said, and this is the, what we do here, Eddie. He says he just got a copy of your book off of Amazon. And so I guess that's where people can get it, or can they get it also on your website? They can get it on the website, um, but Amazon is where you can get it. The, the, the quickest, easiest way is right straight to Amazon. Okay, cool. So you can also go to the website and it'll take you there as well. 
Well, Greg, just so you know, I got an autographed copy, so you know I don't know what you're going to do, Greg. You can't steal mine. But this is what we do on Impacting Life 24-7. We don't just uh, have people on here. We connect with them. It's long after the deal is done that we have we have long-lasting friendships, and many of our podcast guests have, uh, have become a part of our network, if you will, of Impacting Lives because that's who we have on this show. And, and Eddie, you're right. One thing that I, you know, and, and, and you brought up a very good point. You talked about your own experience, you know, because, you know, I'm, I'm writing my book and I'm just like, man, I'm, I, I'm not writing about anybody else. I'm really writing about the experience I had. And so what happened to you? You said that something happened to you in the ninth grade. Yeah. Yeah. Ninth grade. So long, long story short. Um, I think every kid, every young man growing up think he's the greatest athlete that, that's out there, right? Right. Well, I was that kid. Um, but I had a little bit of legs with it. So I was a um I was a pretty decent basketball player back in my eighth and ninth grade year. Um I had broken a school record. Um ninth grade year rolls around. I had um I was a quarterback of the football team, I was on the track team. I played in the band, you name it, I did it. And I did it with excellence, Yes. right? Yeah, so ninth grade year basketball game comes around toward the end of the season. And back then I was able to do something that most ninth graders could not do back then. And that was dunk a ball. Now today, man, you got eighth graders dunking a ball like- Yeah, like they're jumping out the gym, right? Absolutely, right? But um, I got a major injury in the ninth grade toward the end of the season. And that injury was an injury that I felt and I thought that it literally took away all my dreams and aspirations of being a um, a college athlete as well as potentially being a professional athlete. Right. Right. So from that injury, I had surgery. My doctor said, hey, Eddie, listen, you cannot do the high jump. I did the high jump. Mm. And he said, if you land on your thumb that you just had surgery on, and you injure it or you break it again, you may lose it. Oh, wow. But I was determined to go out there and do the high jump. Well, that experience was not a great experience for me. <laughs> I had no confidence. Right. I couldn't jump higher than 5'3", five, 5'4". Five, it was a horrible experience. And my athletic director told me that, Eddie, if you're going to be athlete of the year and win that prestigious award, you're going to have to do something in track and field. Now, I knew that there was no way I was going to do anything competitively in the district or the, or the um, county um, championship. And I went home, and my going home that night and sharing that story with my mother, what I was experiencing, was a game changer. Mm-hmm. My mom looked at me, and she said, son, do you know what faith is? Mm. She says, you have faith and you believe that you can, you can do anything. Wow. And then she gave me the whammy. Now I call the whammy this, right? She said to me, this is your test. She said, this is your test of your faith right now. Right. And she said, look at it this way. You're in the ninth grade right now. Imagine if you failed a test in the ninth grade that it will cause you to have to go all the way back to the seventh grade. Right. Would you want to do it? 
And I was like, man, first of all, I don't like taking tests to begin with. So yes. you're talking about going back two years? No, we're not doing that, right? So she said, this is a test of your faith. And that's where this all started for me, was going through that situation. But what was so cool about that situation is she gave me some scriptures on faith. Mm -hmm. And I said, I have nothing to lose. All I can do is right now is try this thing called faith. Right. 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 So I read these scriptures every day. And in my reading these scriptures every day, um, I just started to believe that, you know what? I can go out there and do this. Before I knew it, man, I went out in the district meet. I couldn't get higher than five, three, five, four. Before I knew it, I had just cleared six feet. Whoa. The district record was six, two. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I took second place. I ended up getting an injury on, on trying to tie the district record. And I came back the following week and I won the championship. Wow. By clearing six feet in the high jump. Looking back on that situation, what I realized is that every jump that I took over five, three, five, four, my faith was rising. Ah, yeah. And I didn't even realize it, right? Right. But what was more so defining for me, and as I was going back and I went back to that experience, is realizing that that situation in the ninth grade, CL, it had to happen. Right. That situation had to happen in my life to prepare me for what I was going to experience 17 years later with my son. Wow. When he was diagnosed with this tumor. Man, I tell you what, again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to Impact Life 24-7. I'm joined in our virtual studios by Ed, with Eddie L. Johnson, and he is the author of Passing the Test of Faith. And you just heard that story relative to how his faith was elevated. You can get your copy a couple different ways of this book. You can go to EddieLJohnson.com or you can just go to Amazon. Greg just got himself a copy. Of course, I have an autographed copy uh, right here in the studios, uh, sitting amongst uh, all of the books that people send us. Uh, I, I tell you what, we're starting the year out right. I told Eddie before we went live, I said, you know, Eddie, the past 23 months have have been a challenge for people. People have experienced loss, man. And they, you know, they, they've they've experienced frustrations and maybe even some folks have seen their faith levels deteriorate. They back down at the five, three level. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You we up here at the six, six, one, six, two level and they down there at five, three. And I said, you know, Eddie, I'm going to lean on you tonight. I feel like our assignment together is for us to take what you wrote in this book and let it be injected into some people's minds, into the atmosphere, into their hearts, and and let's help them see that we can pass the test of faith. So get your copy of this book now. Again, Passing the Test of Faith by Eddie L. Johnson, our guest tonight. And uh, you can go to Amazon or you can go to EddieLJohnson.com. Hello, Flossie Jama. I've got your book right over there in the massive library of books. And so, again, you see the connection that we have, Eddie. People just who have been on our show continue to uh, uh, we continue to partner with them. So when I was looking at chapter chapter one, Eddie, and that was talking about your biggest test of faith. And that was uh, relative to um, my 
my 30th birthday. This you've 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 covered this at in some measure relative to your son's inoperable brain tumor. Um, so you said when I hear the word tumor, I'm like, okay, I'm disarming myself because there ain't nothing I can do. Um, how, to walk us through that experience and 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 that time. I mean, just I can't imagine getting that type of news. But I mean, how was it relative, you know, to to when you first got the news? Yeah, man, it was it was it it was a a gut wrenching situation. Right. I mean, Kendall's hey, that's my firstborn. Right. You know, that's 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 the one that's like, hey, he's going to carry the legacy. Right. Name. Right. And here we're faced with a situation where he's three years old. And there's nothing I can do to protect him. Right. There's nothing I can do. And for me, it was just like a blow. And I'll tell you, man, I, I went through moments of just wondering, man, why is this happening to to my son? Why is this happening to my family? Why is this happening at my address in my neighborhood? Right. You know, out of all these people out here, why is this happening with, with us? Right. But as I come to realize is that man, everything happens for a reason. Right. And and it's hard when we're facing something to find the underlying blessing in what we're dealing with. But that was one of the hardest things I've ever dealt with. As a matter of fact, I remember when the, when the, uh, when the doctor said the word tumor, as soon as he said the word tumor, I instantly tuned him out. Right. And I tuned him out so much so that he literally said to me, hey, dad, this is serious. And all I could do is just look at him and just nod my head. But as soon as he walked out that room, I looked at my son. I looked at my wife at the time. I said a prayer on the inside and said, I, I need a minute. And I went outside and I found the quietest place I could find outside that night. Right. And I just prayed. Yes. That's all I knew to do. Right. Mama couldn't help me. Daddy couldn't help me. Right. My best friend couldn't help me. My pastor couldn't help me. Nobody could help me in that moment. So I had to go to where I knew I could get some strength to just be able to stand. So, so yeah, man, that was just like a gut wrenching um, situation in my life. Well, you know, Eddie, it, and you know, again, ladies and gentlemen, I want you guys to get a copy of this book because you can just tell that Eddie is he he's the real deal. <clears throat> he is living the the walk of faith. And he is, and you know, to say that God does not test us is is inaccurate because he does. Uh, there's all kind of tests throughout the scripture. And I says they ain't taking up no offering for me tonight. I'm not going to preach, but I will tell you that, <laughs> that God does test. And, you know, I'm looking at page nine in, in this book and this, you know, this is, this is where I, you know, I told, told uh, Eddie, man, I just dropped my boy off. I got seven kids and, you know, this kid's named after me and blah, blah, blah. Very similar scenarios. And, and, you know, one part I would like to read is, you know, Kendall was admitted to the hospital for the first time since his diagnosis. Many fr friends and, and, um, and members of our church came to visit and pray with us because of our faith. Many nurses asked if they could join us when we prayed with the group. A week later, Kendall grew very weak and he was not doing well at all. And on uh, the morning of April 28th, 2004, Kendall passed away in the hospital. This was the hardest moment of my life and the most gut-wrenching feeling I ever felt. 
And, you know, I, I, I am the emotional one on our staff. I'm the emotional one in, in my house. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm gaining strength just by your vulnerability, brother, to be able to put that situation that, you know, we're blessed that he went, he's in heaven, of course, but, you know, we, we say, Lord, you loaned him to me. I, I, I want, I wanted to spend, I wanted him to, to see me off to heaven. It, it, it's it, I didn't want it to be that way. Um, and then during the planning of Kendall's homegoing service, he said, I told Reverend Johnson, my pastor, that I wanted to speak. And he said, I would be okay. And on the morning of his service, I went to Kendall's room and sat on his bed to gather my thoughts. Um, and here's the scripture. Peace is what I leave with you. It is my own peace that I give you. I do not give it as the world does. Do not be worried and upset. Do not be afraid. Now, you're talking about passing, ladies and gentlemen, the ultimate test of faith. You're, you're talking about passing the ultimate test of faith because let me just ask you, let me just ask you honestly, because we're, we're friends and brothers now, obviously we walk in faith, but how did you deal with the dark moments? Yeah, man, I'm going to tell you, I have my dark moments, right? Um, during that whole time and that experience, Everybody saw me walking straight, walking tall, standing, right. Right. you know, and I had those moments. And I'll tell you this, man, when I had those moments, they were they were tough. But what I found, what was so interesting, man, and I'll tell you, CL, this is why relationship with God is so important. Mm -hmm. Right. Every time I was having my darkest moment and it was hitting me hard. I would be in my car and I might be going to work or coming from work right. or had to pick Kendall up so we can go and take him to a treatment or whatever. And I would be at a place, man, where I just would just be so broken on the inside that I would have to sometime even pull over to the side of the road. Wow. Right. Right. But what would happen every time that, that I felt like that, there was a song that came on the radio mm -hmm. and the song was by Yolanda Adams. Mm. This battle is not yours. Ooh. Now I got to tell you the first two or three times I didn't catch the timing. Right. But after about that third, fourth, fifth time, that's when I realized I wasn't alone. Yes, sir. That's when I, that's when I began to get strength and realize that this wasn't my battle. I can't fight this by myself. Right. I got to relinquish this. So that for me was the strengthening that I needed to be able to stand strong and firm and be able to walk in the faith that, that I had. Right. At that moment. That's powerful, man. And again, you're tuning in to Impacting Life 24-7 with your host, C.L. King, Impacting Life 24-7. And I'm joined in our virtual studios by my friend, uh, great man of God and author of Passing the Test of Faith, Eddie L. Johnson. I would love for you to get a copy of his book, this, the stories that he articulates in this book of how he truly was put through the test of faith and how he, he teaches us how to pass the test of faith. Um, oftentimes, you know, we think, man, why is all this happening to me? 
and we talked about his ninth grade year and and his mother sowed the seeds of understanding how to navigate through faith at an early age man it's very very powerful i would i would also like to say you can get a copy of his book at um eddieljohnson.com or you can go to amazon members of our team have already got it i've got an autographed copy and uh you know eddie we're whoo man this is heavy but i i'm 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 thankful because you because of your vulnerability right now and because of your willingness to expose some probably still you never get over it but you being willing to expose some of your feelings can can help somebody else um let me ask you this eddie somebody right now who will be listening to this show now or who will listen to it later maybe has experienced something similar and and what would you say to them could you i know you've got antidotes in the book and scripture and and all that but you know they might need a, just a right now word what would you say to that person who has experienced loss in the past 20 22 months and they just don't know where to go first thing i would say is you're not alone you're not by yourself Right. And I know when we're experiencing loss or we're going through adversity or regardless of what it is, right? Or we're dealing with some kind of pain, it's it's easy to feel like we're by ourselves right. in this big old world. But you're not by yourself. Right. What you're experiencing and what you're dealing with, other people have gone through very similar things. Right. Your pain is your pain, and your pain is different than their pain, but you're not alone. Right. And it's hard to be able to, to, to take it in like this. You know, a lot of people say, well, you're not dealing with what I'm dealing with right now or feeling what I'm feeling right now. Right. But here's the thing. This day will pass and you will get through it. Right. Right. It may not seem like it. Right. Right. Those nights may be long. Those days may be you may be weary, full of fear and everything else, but you're not by yourself. And when you get through this, you'll be able to look back on it and see him, see God in the midst of everything. One thing I will say, too, you know, for somebody that's dealing with this, when we're facing adversity, we're facing a challenge in our life. Right. Right. The way that we think that we can overcome that is to find something that's going to offset it. Right. Like a scale. Right. 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 So right. the analogy I like to use, let's say you have a 25 pound challenge in your life right now. Right. 25 pound challenge in your life. And you're this challenge is sitting right here. Well, to find a 25 pound blessing to balance the scale, it's not going to happen. Right. So what I tell people all the time is we got to sometimes look for the little blessings. Ah, yeah. Right. We got to look for that five pound blessing. Then we got to look for that two and a half pound blessing. Right. Another five, another two and a half. And then we may be able to find a a 10 pound blessing. And those next two may be in the form of a two and a half and a two and a half. But what happens is when we find one little blessing, it opens us up to find other little blessings. Right. That allow us to get to that bigger blessing that will help us balance the scale. That's powerful. Again, Eddie L. Johnson, the author of 
Passing the Test of Faith. You can get your copy of his book at eddieljohnson.com. You can also schedule him to uh, for your next event. He is a life coach, um, a speaker, and, and an author, and a strategist, helping teams uh, achieve greater efficiencies. And faith is all wrapped up into that. So when we talk, when we look at chapter two, I know, I know that there's some there's some sub elements in there, but we can go through some of these quickly. You talk about the expressions of faith, the mountain experience. Our faith mountains have purpose. Trusting God while on our faith journey, finding the blessings while on your faith journey. You just talked about that, finding those little blessings, and displaying faith for the blessings of others. Now, this is something that that um, that really stands out to me is is that last word there, others, because what he said was, ladies and gentlemen, and I want you to I wanted you to hear that specifically. He said, you are not alone. And sometimes you may feel like you're alone, but you're not. Well, let me just take a pause and pass to the church for a minute, because we cannot be so self-centered that we are oblivious to the needs of other people now that'll preach i'll take up a couple offerings on that but he said displaying faith for the blessings of others so let's talk about let's talk about one of these elements right here our our faith mountains have purpose and break that down for us eddie yeah so so what i meant by that when i wrote that right um, and you and I had this conversation earlier, you know, and like I said, you, you're not going to steal anything, you know, the layout. Hey, man, you can have it because, listen, I didn't know what I was doing. Right. God just told me to write and I was obedient enough to do it. Right. Right. But when I say for the blessing of others, back to what I explained earlier, what I was experiencing and going through with my son, I didn't realize that other people were watching. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until people start making those comments. But then when I started to to see people make a change in their life, a good example, one young lady had mentioned that getting on her knees to pray was not something that she normally or customarily did. Right. However, as a result of what we were dealing with with my son, she began to get on her knees and pray. So it was what I was dealing with was not about me and what what I was dealing with, but it was about how can other people get something out of this? Right. And I think when we look at it that way, through that lens, it allows us to take some of that pressure off of ourselves and what we're dealing with. You're telling the truth, Eddie, because I, you know, even if I'm having a bad day, I'm telling you this right now and it's the truth. Even if I'm having a bad day and I and I go out here and bless somebody or you know have an opportunity to give somebody something or or brighten somebody's day, whatever the case may be, it really does cause my m- misery to dissipate. I'm like, man, I forgot all about what I was going through because I I was able to help somebody else. Again, you'll get all these type that that type of uh, inspiration and more in his book. The it's called Passing the Test of Faith: The Rewards for Trusting God and Three Fundamental Steps for Walking Through Trials 
adversities and hardships by my friend Eddie L. Johnson. Get his book, EddieLJohnson.com or on Amazon. So we we got a man, time is just flying, man. Would you quit talking no, so much? No, where's it going? I'm like, man, it's, it always happens when it's a good show. And listen, ladies and gentlemen, for y'all information, there's never a bad show because anytime you can talk about impacting lives, it's always good. We talked about chapter three your first faith experience and uh that was when you was going up uh the high jump what was okay so i did the high jump in middle school too a little known history fact for all y'all out there i was i was a basketball player and i was a high jumper uh and so we might have to form an old man's league and be you greg and mb see see who still got the game left you know what i'm saying because i greg greg you know greg's like five foot two and he swear he could beat me a basketball and it, he ain't ever beat nothing with me in basketball. So what was that called? The Fosbury flop or something like that, where you had to run and go backwards over the high jump bar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my jumping style. Okay, yeah. And, and you know, I wasn't coordinated uh, when, when I did it, so I don't know if I ever even got off of par, whatever the, whatever the bar is said. <laughs> but I was so – it takes faith to do that, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because you're leaving your feet. Right. Right, going in the air, and you're going backwards. That's right. It's like, man, head first, head first. Like, whoa! I'm like, okay, well, let me just try to run forward and dive over that thing. But uh, Greg says he's an all star in his mind. He's he's an elder all star (laughs) out there with Wilt Chamberlain. All right, so chapter four, starting with the right attitude. Attitude has effects. Start with the right attitude. The impact of a negative attitude. Let's talk about that for a minute. Let's unpack that because attitude is is everything attitude is everything let's talk about the uh you said there the impact of a negative attitude yeah man so here's the thing about attitude when we're facing these challenges in our life and adversities is that your attitude is the thing that's going to set the tone for the journey right you know and it's a hard thing to do and the reason it's hard is because our emotions, they control our thoughts. Our thoughts, they guide our attitude. And it's our behavior. It's our attitude that drives our behavior. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's a hard thing to deal with because we're so stuck on what it is that we're dealing with. Mm. But we have to start the, start the journey with the right attitude because it's going to be the thing to set the tone. If I go into a challenge tomorrow, Let's say a challenge, as a matter of fact, just pops up right now. If I instantly go to a negative mindset, guess what? That's going to drive my behavior. And I'm not going to get anywhere. You're right. So I got to do everything I I need to do to try to contain that attitude piece. And the only way that we could do it, you know, I provide some secrets for starting and keeping that right attitude Mm -hmm. is we got to find God first. Yeah, that's the only way that we can get our mind off of the negative aspect of it is to put our attention on him. Right. So if we put our attention on him by finding God first. It opens us up to all of a sudden to start what to start finding those blessings, those yeah. little nuggets that, that I talked about earlier in that that example. Yeah, man. And, and I love it. You do a, you do an attitude check uh, exercise in the book. I, I want you to purchase the book, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm, I'm only going to give you, um, here's what he says. When you find yourself going into a negative mindset, write down three positive things God has done for you in the past. 
think family, career, friends, and daily events. It can be something as simple as this. And he gives you an example of, of how you can really check your attitude. It's funny because when I saw that years ago and, uh, one of the persons writing wrote who wrote the forward in my book is Dr. Lewis F. Kayton. He was my first pastor in Lorain, Ohio, when I was a foster kid. And uh, he was just he was so gracious to write. We actually have a couple forwards. I should get everybody to write a forward. But <laughs> he um when he gave me my first job, I worked there full time at the church. Um, and I was working in Josh, Joshua kids ministry. So we were going and busing in inner city kids, just like me. Uh, we had, yep. I mean, same story, but one thing that we did at Joshua kids, you just brought this back to my memory, brother, 300 kids sitting in bleachers, man, all kids from all from the hood. I would shout cause I was the leader of worship and, and games and fun stuff. I would shout attitude check. And they would say, praise the Lord. Sometimes, right, I love it. man, you hear that gym go crazy, man, with those kids when they when they would say that, and and you know what, you would see their attitude get shifted. Nice. So, like, so, you know, you do you feel? I mean, do you feel that attitude is controllable? I'm I'm assuming that, right? I do, I do, and and you know, I share in the book a story about one of my sons. Um, how his attitude was in such a bad, uh, a bad disarray one morning because he wanted to play with one of his toys, right? Mm-hmm. And he did a horrible job making up his bed when he was the one who made up the bed better than anybody, right? <laughs> but because he wanted to play with his toys so much and he didn't want to stop, his attitude was so messed up that he couldn't focus on doing what it was that he needed to do. So, so yeah, man, it plays a you hit it right on the money. Right. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about that. It's like, okay. Uh, and, uh, both of us being dads and parents, you can spot a good attitude and boy, a bad attitude screams at the top of his lungs, but yeah, that child ain't even got to say nothing. You can just see that attitude, uh, exuding from their pores when they, when they twisted with you. Right. And, uh, you know, I can handle a lot of things. It's just it, the attitude does get you a little more grace with dad, uh, the, the wrong attitude, oh, you know what I mean? Hey, hey, <laughs> hey CL, on this one particular day, I literally watched this boy walk from the bottom of the steps to the top of the steps. And it probably took him five minutes uh, just to walk the steps because his attitude was oh, just man. that bad. He was in a bad way, brother. He was stubborn <laughs> the whole night. Oh, man. And he got the result of his attitude, though. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You Attitude will breed results. Now, that's powerful. You know, yeah. like like I, I, I'm telling you, that's we need to say that to our young people too. You know, you, you will get the results of your attitude. Oh, well, no, mm-hmm. that's just pie in the sky. That's just no. See, here's here's the deal. And me and you can we'll probably have to do a follow-up show to to break down faith. Because you know the the scripture that says faith is the substance, right? Man. Yeah. Well, then you go on with that scripture, and it's like the faith is the substance of things hoped, hoped for. for. And it's like, well, wait a minute. And then it goes on to say, and it's the evidence, which means you can prove it, of yep. things that you can't see. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. Yep. So, but you know what's so funny, interesting about that scripture? Yeah. Is that it says faith is, faith is, a sub, is, faith 
is the substance of the things hoped for. Right. It don't say wish for. Right. 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 Because right. see, here's the thing. If we change that one word, it changes the whole definition of the word faith. It does. Because a wish is what we want. Ah. But hope, it means that we're expecting God to do something. Yes, that's right. You know what I'm saying? That's so, right, man. Yeah, man. That that's that that one scripture has a whole lot of punch to it. Yeah, it does. And and you know, for those of you that are listening to Impacting Life 24/7, we make uh we make this platform open uh to people of faith. We don't this is not a faith show. Our our podcast is not under the title of religious, but all of our staff are people of faith. And you know, me been working in ministry for 30 years, I said, and I determined that it, no one, because sometimes you go on podcasts, like as a professional speaker, I can't talk too much about God in school, you know, and other places like that. But I said on this platform, because some people come on and they, they want to say something about God or, you know, thanking him. And I said, listen, this platform open long as I'm the sheriff in this chair, you can talk yeah. about him all day long, baby. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> I mean, if, and, and and that's just that's the blessing of having your own podcast. So, chapter five, man, we got to hustle, boy. This this long winded uh uh host here. Chapter five, you talk about why patience. Oh, there it is. Why patience is important. Causes of impatience. Growing patience through long suffering. Things to consider for growing patience. Now, for those who may not be in the, you know, understand the King James version of that, uh, growing patience through long suffering. Kind of break that down for us, sir. Yeah. So when we're going through something, the first reaction that we have is, I got to hurry up and get past this. Right. Right. And it makes sense that we will feel that way because we don't like the steam. We don't like the feel that we're experiencing. Right. But man, we grow, we mature. Right. When we're in a situation, we're relying on faith and we're allowing patience to carry us through. Yes. See, when we allow patience to carry us through, it allows God to be in control. Right. Not us. Because see, here's the thing. Whatever we're dealing with, we don't know if we're going to be dealing with that for three weeks, three months, or three years. You're right, brother. Right? Yeah. So we got to allow God to be in control if we're going to get through this thing successfully. All right? But it also allows our faith to grow. Yeah. Because in the midst of it, we're being patient. That means we got to be trusting God through this whole process. You know, you bring up a good point. My co-host, Mr. Mike B, who I gave the night off, which he wouldn't have known he had it. You got to read his messages. <laughs> <laughs> um, he is one of the most patient guys on the planet. Him and Greg, very, very gentle, patient individuals. Then yeah. you, then you throw me in the mix and I am the Tasmanian devil. You know, we're like, we're, all of us have have a unique personality, right? And so we were driving somewhere and, uh, oh no, well, uh, let me let me just get down to the ditty, nitty gritty. We were trying to find uh, Uber 
out outside of the Charlotte uh what's the name of the team, guys? The Charlotte uh Lord, I can't even remember the name of the the football team for North Carolina. What's the name of the team? Charlotte Panthers. Yeah, the Panthers, right? So the the we were in Charlotte and the Panthers we were down at the stadium, great time. Of course, the Panthers lost, which you would expect. But I'm like, Black, get us out of here, man, before we get mugged. And Black is so methodical. He's so unbothered by anything <laughs> happening around him. And I'm just like, dude, if you don't get that Uber, and he was trying to get the Uber app downloaded and on and on, and I'm just giving him an earful because that's what we do, former Marines and you know, best buddies. But I'm just like, brother, we got to get out of here before we get kidnapped. And uh, he couldn't figure it out. But he, he, you know, those, I'm like life, right? I am in that scenario right there. I'm life. And how you respond with your, with your patience really, because he eventually got the app. We eventually got picked up and it was all good. But my impatience could have messed the whole thing up, brother. That's what typically happens is we make mistakes when mm. patience isn't, is, isn't in place, right? But here's the thing about patience. Mm-hmm. We get the best results out of patience. <laughs> You're right. You know, we get the best results. You know, we're so busy living in this fast-paced world that we feel like we got to get everything fast-paced. Go ahead. Say, c- talk on that. Go ahead, brother. But you know what? If you think back, CL... When we were growing up and you had some leftover chicken, <laughs> where did you warm that chicken up at? When we were growing up? You talking about yeah. before, before microwaves? Yes. Oh, yeah, in the in the convention oven? In the oven, right? right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now we so we want it so quickly, we put it in the microwave. But man, I did a taste test with one of my sons one day on, on a slice of pizza. And it was funny because I took my pizza, I put it in the oven. He says, what are you doing? I said, I'm one up my pizza. He says, in the oven? I said, yeah, in the oven. So he looks at me and he says, ugh. And I looked at him and I was like, ugh, right? right? right. So I said, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a, a leftover pizza taste test. We're gonna <laughs> see who's Gonna taste the best. I said, now go ahead and eat your slice of one slice of pizza that's coming out the microwave. Uh-huh. When mine's about to come out, you can go put your second t- piece in there, right? Uh-huh. Man, that was the best tasting <laughs> pizza. It tastes better than when I got it from the doggone yeah, man, pizza right. joint. <laughs> right? And he yeah. was like, man, dad, this time tastes pretty good. I said, man, everything don't have to happen in an instant. Boy, what a great lesson. Woo! Now I don't think he still he still don't have a lesson, but all right, he learned. It was given to him. <laughs> yeah, whether he learned or was it the lesson, either one, you still dropped the knowledge, and that was good, man. Uh, listen, let me tell you what he said, and and I want you guys to understand uh, my guest, and we're rapidly running out of time. Passing the test of faith. My friend Eddie L. Johnson, he's the author of this book. You got to get a copy of it. I just wrote, go to Amazon or go to EddieLJohnson.com. I just wrote in the book, he said, he said, we get the best results out of patience. I wrote that in my in my book, my copy right here. Okay, we get the best results out of patience. And he, I was thinking in my mind, Eddie, 
about that that cheesy, saucy piece of pizza that you didn't pulled out of that steaming, piping hot oven compared to what we all do is throwing it in the microwave and it, it tastes like cardboard when you finish with it, right? And, and and that is so true. Let me tell you guys something, man. I have been speaking professionally since 2009, and it has been a slow, deliberate, arduous, at times, experience. And sometimes I look at these folks on social media, TikTok or whatever, and I'm just like, yo, how does dude have 50 million views off of watching somebody cut butter or somebody has 30,000 views because they're showing you how to now take the egg off of the, take the eggshell off of the egg without breaking the yolk. And 50 million views of people who ain't got nothing better to do but to watch that silliness. And I'm out here trying to change lives. I'm screaming at the top of my lungs. I'm trying to pull kids literally from the grips of the enemy. And I'm, you know, it's just like slow and steady, slow and steady, slow. And I, I've gotten over caring whether I'm ever a viral sensation, brother. I've gotten over caring because the best results is me being patient for what God has for me. What he has for you and me, Eddie, is for us. And when he's ready for it to arrive, it will arrive. And that's, you know, look at Abraham. That was one of his challenges was patience, right? Yep. Yep. And it's funny, man, the things that we're, man, we about (laughs) <laughs> Ooh, we don't have much time, man. Hey, real quick, Eddie Flossie Jama. She says, Eddie, be blessed. She got the book too. So thank you, Flossie. We really appreciate you. Everybody out there, get a copy of my man's book, uh, Passing the Test of Faith. Eddie L. Johnson. I mean, really gripping stories in here. Uh, but yeah, I, when you talk about patience, man, we could do a whole show on that one, couldn't we, bro? <laughs> yes, goodness. Yes, goodness. Right. Uh, chapter six, I'm, I'm, I'm going to commit to it, brother. I, I, we gonna, we'll, we'll pay the bills and the sponsors, but we're going to commit to this. Okay. <laughs> hearing, hearing God's voice, God's silence. Sometimes God's silence is w- what gets people uneasy, right? Oh yeah. So when, when you're, when you're explaining that, unpack that for us, uh, n- n- how to know God's voice. You talk about that, but how do you navigate God's silence, Eddie? Yeah, man, that's a, that's a tough one. You know, especially when we're facing something. Yeah. We're looking for an answer right now. And the answer that we're looking for, we're looking for it to come in the form of a conversation, just like you and I have. That's right. And it don't happen that way. I'm sorry. Right. You know, now there have been some who have heard, as they would tell you, they literally heard God speaking to them in an audible voice, like you and I are having a conversation. Right. That's not typically the way. Right. But see, sometimes, man, God is silent so that he can get our attention. Sometimes he's silent so he can get us to wake up and slow down. Right. And that's what listening is all about, is being able to slow down, take a pause, be still and be quiet, and listen to what he has to say. Right. 
You know, this world has us, man. You know, if we go outside and if there's some kind of way, we will hear multiple sounds going on at the same time. That's right. Right. But see, when we're trying to listen for God's voice, going outside and trying to listen for him to provide us some direction, we're going to get what? Distracted. Right. Right. So, so a lot of times we think God is silent, but God is not silent. We're just not, we're just not being quiet and we're not being still to listen. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know what? His silence sometimes is us and it's not him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm waiting for you to quit trying to <laughs> right i get it man you're ex you're exactly right man that is that's powerful again ladies and gentlemen we are joined in our first show back of 2022 uh we took a gave the whole staff two months off paid vacation I, i'm telling you what i should have been i should have been a scrooge but anyway uh we 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 took the the last part of the year off because family is important to us at impact life 24 7 and though i did have some some overtures to want to come on here and i did some lives we didn't do any we didn't have any guests and guests should be with their families and we were with ours but i wanted to start this new year off right I wanted to start this new year off right and the new year that we really want to tell you is we're going to continue to inject faith even if you're not a person of faith you have faith yeah did you know that even if you're not yeah. a person of you know holy faith you still have mm -hmm. faith. Anytime you get on a plane, you got faith in that pilot, right? <laughs> yeah, right. And so uh, I would love for you to get a copy of this book. Uh, it's talking about passing the test of faith and what Eddie L. Johnson has done. He, What we just saw was really the tip of the iceberg, man. But you got to get this book and dig into it and dive into it. It's just so, such an easy read. He gives us uh, develop, he gives us, exercises in the book developing quiet time quiet time is important he talked about that when he had to absorb this 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 news of his of of this of his sons having an inoperable brain tumor and so we, we want to start this year off right you are our first guest eddie of 2022 and i'm yes. hoping i'm hoping you will come back again uh because we i don't think you can ever get enough of talking about faith. Greg, I've already twisted his arm asking him if he would do if he would join us for midnight motivation. He's on the East Coast, so that means he'd actually have to stay up late too. <laughs> Eddie, you got to stay up with us the midnight, brother. Look, if you can't bring it at midnight, that's what that's why I have it at midnight. Number one, because not everybody doing it. And number two, you got to bring the pain at midnight because everybody sleep. Everybody sleeping. Everybody call that the quiet storm. Time. That, that's it, bro. That's it. And so again. And ladies and gentlemen you can see the link greg just put his link back in the chat if you would please uh eddie eddie l johnson the author of passing the test of faith and when you talk about the test it is it is a test and guess what it's not just one <laughs> it's not just one there there are tests that you pass it and then you know there's another one and then there's another right. one and right. you, do you feel and as we as we close do you feel eddie that that you grow in faith like you know your your faith is uh you you know you grow in faith that over time oh absolutely absolutely here's the thing man 
when we become believers, right? Regardless of how old we are, we're infants. Right. In 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 faith. So as time goes on and as our relationships uh continue to grow, we begin to trust God more. Right. And that's the growth that takes place. That's the maturity that takes place. Right. So 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 absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that was a great answer and uh, again, you you there's um Three fundamental steps to walking through trials, adversities, and hardships that's found in the book, Passing the Test of Faith. By our, I told you you'd hear the book a lot. Did you hear the book a lot, Eddie? <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I got something for your listeners, Greg. I mean, uh, CL. Yeah. I, I, I'm calling you. I'm calling you man, right? <laughs> Listen, I got something for your listeners. It's gonna be pretty cool. So let me tell you what I did. I actually created an online course that mirrors the book. Mm-hmm. It has 27 lessons in this online course. All right. They're short lessons, but it's done that way so that you can absorb the material. Right. The average lesson is less than three and a half minutes. Okay. Right. And every lesson has a worksheet. So your listeners can actually go to the breakthroughplan.com. www. The breakthroughplan.com uh-huh. they can get a free lesson there's a link there for a free lesson that way they can get a sneak peek yeah and then from there can move forward we're getting the online course man it's a game changer um i'm really excited about it folks that have taken the online course have been changed and everything because it's broken down into little chunk sizes so you can start implementing it in your life. So let me get that right again. The breakthroughplan.com is that breakthrough T H R O U G H? Yep. Okay. Plan.com. www.thebreakthroughplan.com. Oh, you got to take that down, Greg. It's got to be thebreakthroughplan.com. So you okay. might want to throw that www on the front end of that too. Yeah, so we'll take that domain piece. We'll take that. We'll take that one down, and Greg just put thebreakthroughplan.com. I would love for everybody to be a part of that, man. That's what I'm talking about. You see, he's the man's a giver. He wants you to come take a free lesson so you can experience it. Thebreakthroughplan.com. Uh, 27, 27 lessons you said. Twenty-seven lessons, and, yeah. and all of them are let on average. On average, it's like three and a half minutes. Uh, long on average. All right, com. Now, while Greg's getting that in the chat, Eddie, what I typically do at this stage, because we're four minutes over, but don't worry, we go over all the time. I want you to take the next 30 seconds or so and give a word of encouragement to our audience. Uh, whatever God lays on your heart, just give them a word. I always do this for every guest that we have. We, we just say hey man the microphone's yours speak to our audience so eddie l johnson the floor is yours yeah so thanks again cl for having me on man um this has truly been a blessing um for me as well you know we're talking about this earlier how a lot of times when i'm having conversations with people um and everything i'm really talking to myself i'm ministering to myself right right but one thing i will say and i said this earlier is that it's important to realize that whatever that we're dealing with or whatever you're dealing with, right? Your audience is that you're not by yourself. Right. You know, and it, it, it can feel that way. 
But man, I tell you, if we continue to just keep our head up, continue to turn towards God in the midst of whatever it is that we're facing, he will let us know just how much he cares and how much he loves us. And he'll, sometimes he'll just brush up against our shoulder. That's right. But back to what I was talking about earlier, those four steps I gave you with faith, attitude, patience, and listening. Let me show you how these things connect together. The very last step that we talked about was listening, right? Well, here's the thing. In order to be still and be quiet, we got to be what? Patient. Right. And because we don't know how long we're going to be in the journey, patience is a tough thing. So in order for us to have that patience, we got to have that right attitude. Yeah. Right? Right. You see, that right attitude is the thing that's going to set the journey. Right. But in order for us to have the right attitude, we got to be willing to say, you know what? I'm going to trust God with whatever I'm dealing with. Even though I don't know how it's going to work out or what it's going to look like. But I'm going to trust what I can't see. Right. And that is that he's going to do something on my behalf. On your behalf. Do you see how those things connect together? It all connects together, brother. It all connects together, brother. That's powerful. Again, great words in conclusion with our friend Eddie L. Johnson. I'm not going to call him what I've done a whole show, brother, without getting your name wrong. (laughs) Hey, man, you did great. (laughs) (laughs) Well, considering it's on a 50-inch screen right here and a screen right here, yeah, I can't mess it up. I didn't want to mess it up today. Uh, But Eddie L. Johnson, author, speaker, life coach, and servant leader, with a passion for others. He is the author of Passing the Test of Faith. And you can get your copy of his book at Amazon or at EddieLJohnson.com. Eddie, I'll send you that link about Midnight Motivation. If you're interested, we'd love to have you as one of our speakers yes, let's do it. coming up in January, the end of January. And uh, we're just going to be connected at the hip, bro. This is what we do on Impacting Life 24-7. So welcome to the, to the, to the family of impactors. Okay, bro? Hey, man, I greatly appreciate it. And everybody remember this, that you're overcoming. Just put your faith in action and watch what God does with it. That's powerful. Thank you so much, Eddie. We'll be in touch, okay, my friend? Yes. Thank you again. All right. Have a good night. All right. So that was Eddie L. Johnson, author, speaker, coach, philanthropist. Man. I, I I just you know we need that we needed it we needed an, an injection of faith because with all you know we keep saying with all we've been through well we've we've seen a lot Flossie we've we've seen a lot Greg we've we've seen a lot man we've seen a lot of loss I mean I, when I read that chapter about you know I read that chapter about him losing his son Kendall. You know, I don't know if I could ever pin the words to paper to to articulate that. And so he's walking in a very different dimension, man. We kept saying it in the pre-show that adversity will come. And sometimes we want the sanitized version, the sanitized version of adversity. You know, sometimes we want the adversity that we can manipulate and get around and do it ourselves. Truth of the matter is, is that we don't get to determine the test. 
but he's given us a roadmap for passing the test test all right so today is tuesday we will be back thursday i'm starting uh, we're starting a month-long series Uh, I'm going to be starting a month-long series when we don't have guests at night where we're talking about nowhere to go. And this really stuck out to me uh, relative to foster children. You guys know that I was a foster kid for, you know, from age 12 on up. And so North Carolina has done a story on this where foster children just needed a bed, just needed a place to go, a home. And instead, North Carolina locked them in institutions. So we're going to walk down this journey and I'm going to show you um, that we need to really be engaged in what we're seeing relative to support of our young people. Because I can I can tell you, I didn't need an institution. I'm, I'm maybe some people thought I might have, but we're going to do We're going to do a month long series on this as well as opioid use. You know, I did I did one night on this, but I think I don't think we got the big we got a there's a bigger picture here going on. And, and in eastern Carolina, there is an, a massive uptick. But uh, globally and, and nationally, let me just say in, in nationally, drug use was at an all time high in 2020 and 2021 and amongst teens and it shouldn't be amongst anybody but really what's alarming is you know young people getting opioids getting fentanyl and dying from it so we want we want to just take our time and and give you guys some information and we're going to have call-ins if you'd like to call in we're just we're definitely going to to do our due diligence due diligence on this so we're going to start with the, the situation that's facing North Carolina where foster kids don't have anywhere to go and we'll, we'll segue into the opioid epidemic and drug use, okay? So I don't have the commercials queued up because we were trying to get it set during the pre-show, Greg, and I guess I just got rusty, man. I couldn't remember how to do it because <laughs> we made the commercials a live video and I, I, I tried and tried and tried to share the screen. It just didn't work. So we'll get all those bugs worked out for Thursday's show. I'll be here. You know, the VP will be here. We just, all we need after that is you. Impacting Life 24-7. And please go visit Eddie uh, L. Johnson at his website, eddielljohnson.com. Get a copy of his book, the one I have holding right here in my hand, Passing the Test of Faith. Until next time, which will be 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's been your friend, C.L. King. God bless you.